It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off the Leash. And away. What a beautiful dispatch. Away fast in the synergy. Briner showing good speed and Dyna Hunter away fast. Big Flood goes through to third. They've raced by two lengths to Kuda Mayhem fourth first corner. Next was Orson Allen. He's back in the field tonight. Well back elevated Italian plastic. Also short a weak sight but racing to the front as they swing for home. And dashing away was Dinah Hunter, three clear. Little Jabriner's out and running on, but it's Dinah Hunter in front. Brendan Wheeler takes out the big double as an owner and beats uh, Jabriner, second, third, big flood, shorter weeks. Yes, the big feature at Warrigal on Saturday night past. You're with Andrew Cues. About to join us, Andrew Copley, Brett McLaughlin from GRV. Welcome to another edition of Off the Leash for Greyhound Racing Victoria. Dinah Hunter taking the Group 2 Warrigal Cup. And uh, Brett McLaughlin, it was a uh, good result because the favourite, a well-deserved win. Yeah, it was, Andrew. Look, uh, one of the most open editions of the race we've had in recent years. And Dinah Hunter did justify his favouritism to score a comprehensive victory as he just touched on. He went 6.46 to the first mark, quickly crossing his rivals from box eight to establish a race-winning margin before drawing clear in the home straight to score by just uh, just under three lengths. Jabrina ran second. Big flood had to overcome early trouble to land third prize. The time of 25.54 was a length faster than his second placing in last week's heat, in which Elevated ran him down in 25.48, which was the fastest of the five heats conducted. And the victory now takes his career stats to uh, 17 wins and eight minor placings from 36 starts. But what's even more remarkable is the fact he's now seven from seven off the pink. Yes, impressive indeed. Now, it was a good night for the Diners because uh, also on the card, Diner Chancer took out the Warrigal Distance Cup on the night. Yeah, giving owner breeder Brendan Wheeler a double for the night. Uh, Diner Chancer lowered the colours of Group 1 Galaxy winner Rip and Sam, who was having his first start back uh, after injury. The Corey Grinfell trained Diner Chancer made light work of his opposition, leading from barrier to box to record a 10-length victory and taking the 680-metre track record with him in the pro- process when he stopped the clock in 38.57, bettering the previous mark of 38.82, which was set by Ring the Bell uh, a couple of years ago, almost uh, two years to the night. So uh, a, a big night for uh, Corey Grenfell and a big night for uh, for Brendan Miller. Also, of course, on the weekend, we had the Warnable Seaside Carnival and also a popular winner with the favourite taking out the Summer Sizzle. Whiskey Riot began brilliantly, but he's for me from the inside, showing speed, but Whiskey Riot's after it quickly now, and it's shot to the front, the favourite off the back, about two lengths, two, he's for me. Then came Shizumetsi, my brocade to third in front of Shizumetsi, then Major Innings, followed then by Crimson Victor, Axel Footloose, Major Innings, Whiskey Riot, two lengths in front, and this future star wins the Waterball Summer Sizzle final in fantastic time. Whiskey Riot won it by three lengths and makes it... Yes, a very popular win, odds on favourite. Andrew Copley, it was a a great night, a great result, the favourite winning this uh, summer sizzle race with terrific prize money and coinciding with lots of people on vacation down in the bull. So well done to all of the team at Warrnambool and GRV. Yeah, big uh, big carnival from Warrnambool, eight race meetings across 17 days and the Warrnambool summer sizzle, that was the main event across the entire series, $25,000 to the winner. We just heard Whiskey Wright winning that race. That's five wins from six starts for him. Very impressive greyhound. Trainer Anthony has a party. He actually trained the Quinella in that race, and not only that, he trained the other two features on the night, would you believe? So he had a terrific evening, as well as taking out a heat of the Group 1 Pools of Thunder, 
with Cash Point, which we'll chat about later on. But just back to Warrnambool. Now, there was another greyhound worth mentioning, and that's Chips and Trains, trained by Jeff Britton. He happened to win a race, and he's racing on behalf of Pippa Ray, who we've mentioned on this show before. Unfortunately, uh, Pippa died a couple of years ago as a result of a brainstem tuna tumour at a very young age. So Chips and Trains racing to raise awareness about brain cancer. So great result, popular winner. Plenty of people there in the crowd because he's got warnable connections. So uh, a wonderful night for all those involved. Yes, well said indeed. Now, Group 1 action, of course, uh, Sydney coming up on Saturday night. The final of the Group 1 Pours of Thunder at Wentworth Park, $100,000 to the winner. Uh, the uh, heats, of course, conducted on the weekend. The winners progressing through to the final, including a greyhound that is becoming a regular um, part of most features. We're mentioning this greyhound so often. Uh, uh, poke the bear, Brett. Here we are, Andrew. He uh, showed why he's arguably the best sprinter in Australia, winning his heats uh, in a best of the night, 29.55. He was one of three Victorians to make it to the final, along with Miss Splendor Mira for David Gill, previously trained in Sydney, of course, and uh, cash point for Anthony as a party, as uh, Andrew mentioned earlier. All right, let's run through the box draw for the uh, big feature, Paws of Thunder. One, all on Amy from box one. Uh, two, uh, Nangar Jack. Three, cash point. Of course, Anthony has a party with that Greyhound. Four, Caitlin Keeping. Five, Federal Lily. Uh, six, Miss Splendor Miro, also a Greyhound from Victoria. Uh, seven, Bucks Future. And eight, Poke the Bear for Shona Thompson. $2.40 favourite last betting update at TAB. And uh, Andrew Copley, uh, who will win and why? Well, Poke the Bear is entitled to start favouritism, Andrew. Favourite, Andrew. But, I mean, he was a brilliant performer in his heat came from uh, near on last to run easily the quickest heat time but uh, he's one of three Victorians in there but I reckon one of the interstaters or one of the locals I should say from New South Wales will get the job done or is a really good each way chance at least and that's Buck's future at around eight dollars he ran 5.39 early in his heat against Poke the Bear led a long way was nutted right on the line but uh, yeah Poke the Bear will need a bit of luck Miss Splendomero Drawn alongside Buck's Future, might get a bit of pressure from him. So, yeah, I think he's a really good chance from box number seven, Buck's Future. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. With Andrew Cuse, Brett McLaughlin, Andrew Copley, another edition of Off The Leash for GRV here on RSN 927 and GRV social media post our broadcast as well. Also at Wentworth Park on Saturday night is the Summer Distance Plate and the Heats run last weekend. And, uh, gentlemen, again, more Victorian greyhounds through to this final. Yeah, the two heat winners there, Andrew, were Poco Dorado in 41.95 and Book of Luck in 42.23. We've had two Victorians make it through to the final worth 40000 and, of course, both trained by Robert Britton in at Bacali and Soda Flash. So we wish Robert the best of luck uh, this week in the final. Just running through the uh, the box draw there. For the summer distance played over 7.20. Pocket Dorado's drawn the red Veloci Nero in box two. Soda Flash for Robert Britton in race three. Blue Moon Rising, Rising in box four. Double G in box five. Book of Luck, box six. Bacali, the other Robert Britton runner, uh, will jump from seven. And Zipping Potter will jump from the pink. All right, about to be joined by a special guest. Let's go back to a race at the Meadows from uh, last Friday night. 
Lagoon Rit out in the centre, jumped away well, was caught up in traffic though, and checked out the last and down the straight with a lap to go. Wise PK, the reserve led by two. In second placing, Mix Advice followed then over to the inside by Roger Express, then came Zipping Motti, followed further back then by Mapunga Zeus, and then came Bursky Bar. Lagoon Rit second last and back at the tail, the field is Billy's Bake, but coming off the back straight and Wise PK, the leader streaked away. Ten lengths in front, Roger Express is giving chase, followed further back by Bursky Bar. Lagoon Rit is next in the straight, Wise PK coming at it, Roger Express the outside. They hit it, it's either Roger Express or Wise PK, followed by Burbsky Bar Mix Advice. Then came Zipping Monty, followed further back here by Billy's Bake and then Mapunga. Well, Roger Express got the photo, which was music to the ears of our next guest. And uh, Britton Andrew, uh, Josh Moody takes our call on Off the Leash. Yeah, Josh, uh, terrific thrill for you there on Friday night with Roger Express uh, being his more established half-brother, Wise PK, in that Group five fi- group Grade 5 final at the Meadows, as we just heard. He's had 76 starts now for 12 wins, including three of his past five. Can you take us through the race and uh, what it meant to you as a young trainer? Um, just coming out of the boxes, we weren't too all sure um, how he was going to go. He's a bit sketchy at the boxes. Um, Got a bit jambled up at the start, um, managed to get through on the rail, um, and we sort of just uh, settled for second there at one stage. Um, didn't see the finishing line being so close, um, especially from behind the 600 boxes, but um, it was an awesome thrill, and didn't actually know I had won until um, we walked halfway around the track, so it was a massive thrill to myself. Fantastic effort. Uh, look, most greyhound trainers live on acreage where it's easy to exercise their dogs. However, you live in the suburbs uh, at St Albans and work full-time as a fire technician. You've only taken up training greyhounds uh, less than three years ago. Can you tell us about how you go about your training your greyhounds in terms of keeping them fit when you sort of don't have a lot of room to move? Um, I get a lot of help along the way um, at my training address. Um, so a lot of help from my mama, Lynn, who does all of his food prep. Uh, Dave, uh, who Roger and I spend much time in the car with, um, going to slipping tracks and that. Uh, the son, Maddie, helps out with vets and race meets. Um, but, yeah, local dog parks um, make life a lot easier and just general walking for fitness. And you take your dogs on uh, regular trips to Altona Beach. What's sort of involved with all that? Yeah, it starts at about um, 5 a.m. Roger will wake us up with a bit of a bark to say he's um, eager to go for the day. Um, we'll take him down to the Altona Dog Beach in the back of the wagon, um, just give him a quick stroll through the water, relax his muscles a bit. Um, go home for his breakfast after that. And Josh, uh, chatting to you yesterday, you mentioned that uh, Roger Express also receives a regular massage. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, after a race, we always um, do our best to get him checked out straight away by the best muscle man in town, Johnny Barbara. Um, if it's a bit sore, uh, we take him down to a lady by the name of Jody. She runs um, her own business called Perfect Pulse Performance. Um, so he'll get on the massage mats there for a good hour or so, and she'll um, she'll work the um, mats right into him um, to give him give him best opportunity to recover as quick as possible. Recovery so important, it's particularly for a dog at his stage of his career. Roger expressed seventy six starches, as Brett mentioned, but uh, certainly in great form. Won three of his past five starts. What do you think is the reason behind his current purple patch? Um, I personally don't believe it's a purple patch. Um, he's consistent and honest as they come. Um, we ran second to my Redeemer um, over the 595. Ran third to Dinah Paddy four starts back um, in a quick time. But um, getting off that Sydney Road exit, smelling those McDonald's cheeseburgers definitely has something to do with his recent runs. He loves his McDonald's, so once he smells them, he knows he's in for a good night. Uh, of course, the McDonald's amongst all the other nutritious food you feed your greyhound, no doubt about it. Um, so tell me, Josh, 
What advice would you give to someone living in the suburbs? Brett mentioned it can be a little bit tough and certainly uh, unusual these days compared to back in the 70s, but um, certainly there's a challenge there. But for people wanting to do it, what do you say? Uh, you only honestly get out what you give in. Um, so put your time into your dogs and you will see results. Um, don't be afraid to ask people for advice in the industry um, and just be consistent. Just um, do, do your regular consistent stuff with your dog and your results will show. You're certainly proving it can be done with trips to the beach and regular massages. But Roger Express is uh, developing a bit of a following now, certainly with a couple of city wins in recent times under his belt. Where can the punters expect to see him racing over the upcoming weeks and months? Um, at this stage, not too sure. Um, he's definitely no one-track specialist. Um, so at this stage, we'll just have a look for some upcoming events, um, give him a week or two off and um, go from there. Good luck, Josh. Uh, always good to chat to a, a trainer off the back of a win, so hopefully we'll speak to you again soon, and uh, good luck with the Greyhound. Thanks for taking the call. No worries. Thanks, guys. Josh Moody there talking about his uh, Greyhound, of course, um, massages and uh, cheeseburgers as well. I just have a vision of the Greyhound with a white towel draped over the back as the massage is taking place, <laughs> but uh, no, no, terrific. Uh, all of the things that are put into place these days to make sure Greyhounds are uh, prepared to run. And Andrew Copley, all of the things that are put into place for uh, safety and paramount and welfare, and obviously with the heat, we're reminded, of course, and do check the GRV social media each day and the website regarding changes to meetings or amendments. That's always very proactive active there but um, with the heat and uh, we hope it would never happen of course we know there have been fires in this state and uh, there is a contingency plan in place for greyhound owners and kennels if uh, sadly something happens in the way of a massive fire yeah there is and look you often think where do I go in the case of a fire in your local area? But uh, just reminding participants that our 13 Greyhound Race Clubs do have an established uh, evacuation um, centre so they can provide temporary accommodation for your greyhounds to be relocated when your property is under the threat of fire. So trainers are advised, keep abreast of the CFA website. Also, the Bureau of Meteorology website, also very helpful. And uh, contact your local Greyhound Club for any further information you require. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. Our weekly edition of Off The Leash with thanks to Greyhound Racing Victoria. You're with Andrew Hughes, Andrew Copley, Brett McLaughlin. We move on. And coming up at Ballarat is the Anniversary Cup and uh, another star-studded field of greyhounds will contest this race at Ballarat over the 450-metre distance, Andrew. Yeah, well, we normally only sort of preview the the group races, but this race is worthy of a group race. The Anniversary Cup at Ballarat tonight at 9.20pm. Very hot field. Three War Eagle Cup finalists have made this race, including Orson Allen, who uh, is the favourite to take out the $8,500 first prize. He will have some stiff competition, however, with the likes of Elevated, Italian Plastic, Huxley and Honin among the other contenders. As I said, this race to jump at 9.20 tonight. All right, let's move on to our Litter of the Week. Every week on Off the Leash, we do look at a Litter of the Week. And, Brett, you found a 
10-week-old Barsha bale into Dutch paisley litter that has caught your eye. Yeah, look, we uh, we mentioned a little last week uh, out of May at B, who, of course, was from American Bloodlines and closely related to Fernando Bale. Found another one this week, uh, Andrew. Barsha bale out of Dutch paisleys in mentioned whelped on the 1st of November 2018. Uh, bred by RSN's own and Group 1 winning owner, George Ferrugia. Uh, Dutch paisley, the, uh, the broody, she did all her racing in America but comes from a famous Irish dam line. She reached Group 1 grade during her racing career and ran a blistering 29.25 at uh, Virginia. The best of the year there was 29.01. Now she's had seven males and two females from a litter of nine. Of course, we need no Barcia Bell needs no introduction, having already established himself as a quality sire and winning 13 of 14 on the track, including the Group 1 maturity. Look, uh, speaking with George, he said he chose Barcia Bell as a perfect match for Dutch Paisley, following his success with US Bloodlines, and of course his success with KC and All, who was the sire of his Group 1 winner, Strike a Light. So, uh, to check out all the latest Greyhound litters bred in Victoria, simply Google Greyhound Monthly and they can be found in our latest edition. All right. Uh, also, a place you should be uh, looking at on a regular basis is the Watchdog uh, Form Service. We mentioned about uh, the Warrnambool Seaside Carnival, of course, the favourite one. I wonder whether everyone was on the favourite because they were following the Watchdog uh, Form Service because the Watchdog, uh, dare I say it, given we just spoke about fire safety, but the Watchdog is on fire. And right now, Andrew, uh, it is uh, tipping winners aplenty. Yeah, six out of 12 winners at Warrnambool on Saturday, including trifectas in races 7 and 10. So for all your free form guides and expert selections on every Victorian Greyhound race meeting, simply Google the Watchdog. All right, still a few minutes uh, before we wrap up our uh, edition of Off the Leash, so we can spend a little bit longer on talking about Gap because, uh, as we know, um, just before we talk about the Gap Dog of the Week, we should remind people about the upcoming three-day Gap Bonanza, the waiving of, I think, the um, registration, the fees, yeah, yep. the fees and so on. Um, but, of course, that's not a, a swaying factor, we would hope to think, for anyone uh, taking a greyhound. It's more about love and friendship and being a part of your life going forward, which we know hundreds-thousands have now done so. But Andrew and Brett, this three-day um, extravaganza, and we have been advised maybe book for Friday or Saturday because they do go fast and they go fast off the track and they go fast out the Gap Centre as well. This has been a great success over recent years. Certainly has, and as you mentioned, three days, 16th through the 18th, plenty of dogs are up for adoption and a great drive out there to Seymour, but uh, as you mentioned, Andrew, probably best to uh, to register online and for all the uh, info there, you can go to gap.gov.org.au or give member services a call on 8329 and they'll have all the information on how you can get involved out there, which is going to be a terrific three days. Just before we talk about the Dog of the Week, Andrew yep. Copley, have you noticed attending all of the adoption days over recent years, whether the makeup of a typical greyhound adoptee family has changed. It does cross so many varieties of what we would term families and homes. Oh, it does. They're just so adaptable, these greyhounds. That's that's what makes them so appealing. They can live with families. They can live with the elderly. Uh, but you probably uh, what you'll see most commonly is uh, around inner suburban Melbourne. They are everywhere, all through the streets. All the trendy people have got them through Carlton, North Melbourne, Fitzroy. They're just, and the best thing is, they actually sell themselves better than any story, mm. any billboard. You actually uh, interact with the greyhound, and you'll be hooked for life. So uh, that's the that's well, the. Well, key. Josh Moody, as we mentioned, a rare suburban trainer, and I'm sure he takes it 
out to tracks, but every now and again if he's walking in the suburbs, mm. he probably gets tired of people saying to him, you've adopted a greyhound, have you? Because <laughs> Gap's been so successful now, a lot of people now know about Gap as much as they do about racing itself. So when, when Josh is walking his greyhounds in suburban Melbourne, there would be a lot of people saying, oh, he's adopted a greyhound. That's how successful Gap has been. Absolutely. All right, Brett? It's yes. very hard to decipher, but what have we come up with the Gap Dog of the Week? Yeah, look, this week's Gap Dog of the Week is Hamilton. He's a five-year-old white and fawn male. He had 41 starts on the track for a maiden victory and nine minor placings. Now, the ladies at Gap tell me he's a laid-back, adorable character with a great sense of humour. He's willing to try and live with a fellow canine friend and kids over the age of five. Look, he did have some peri- periodontal disease, so potential new owners will need to continue with his regular dental care. He'll be available for adoption at CM. Uh, Seymour's triple adoption day as we just mentioned from Jan 18 to 20 so this Friday through Sunday and as we mentioned uh, last week uh, adoption fees have been waived for this event so contact Gap through their website for further information on how you can become Hamilton's new friend and as we mentioned that website is gap.grv.org.au I would have just said had some teeth issues uh, as soon as I saw that word on the rundown. <laughs> We're about to wrap it up. Uh, Andrew Copley, of course, uh, as we wrap up the show, just we've got time to tell people for all of the information, they can check out GRV, the social media, all the video replays, all the information. And again, as I repeat, from day to day as heat happens in summer, there's always up-to-date information about meetings being shifted or changed or twilights and so on. There is. Just go to the website, grv.org.au, or to the portal, which is fasttrack.grv.org.au. Brett McLaughlin, Andrew Copley, thank you for being with us uh, this week. This has been Off the Leash with thanks to Greyhound Racing Victoria. Good luck if you've got greyhounds racing this week. Get along to a track soon, and we'll talk more about greyhounds in the coming weeks. Want to hear Off The Leash again? It'll be up on iTunes, on Facebook and on the podcast page at rsn.net.au.